love is amazing Oh But it's also bullshit And it might also get you murdered Okay, welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing But it is also bullshit and it might get you murdered Ha! The, uh podcast that reminds you that uh, everything you ever wanted in this life can and probably turn into a huge fucking dumpster fire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As always, I'm Aaron Black. Uh, With me, as always, is uh, Nick Luna. Hey. Nicholas Control Freak Luna. Oh, yeah. And uh, Wolf is, he's a regular now. This this makes you a regular. Yeah, you're a Reggie. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, congrats. Thank you. You know, uh, go home, tell your ex-wife. Uh, everybody give it up for, why am I saying this like there's an audience? Ev- Sean Rakowski is Hello. here. Yes. Hello. Oh, and I get, and we're getting a ribbon when I'm done with this, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A pink one. Oh, awesome. Right. Um, yeah, no, but, uh, uh, Sean, we'll talk a little bit about this later, but Sean's a really funny dude and, uh, we partner with him to produce comedy in Jersey City, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, um, let's just. Jump right into it. Yeah, let's uh, let's go head first let's, into this let's one. Let's get the fuck in here. I, I just want to get inside this case so bad. All right, so <laughs> uh, we are starting in Vassaville, Vassaville, uh, California. Uh, Vacaville. Vacaville, yes. It looks Vacaville, like a nice California. place to live. Yeah, it looks like a very nice place. Suburbs. I think it's, I think it's like Southern California-ish. Maybe somewhere. Middle California. Man, we should really. Be better at research. But sure. anyway, oh, oh, speaking of research, what's our source material? It's somewhere in California. Uh, yeah, so our source material is um, Obsession, Deadly Desires, and the episode is called Cross Your Heart and Hope to Die. Who? And basically, what I found was like the fatal vows of stalker shows. I mean, <laughs> and we'll talk a little bit about what I mean by that later. But so anyway... Uh, Vassaville, California. Uh, Sarah Nottingham uh, grew up there. She settled down there. She basically lived her life there. You know, this is a middle-class working family. Um, she seems like a very nice, well-adjusted person. Sure. Right? Uh, she's living cr- close with her parents. She's living the dream. She's married to right. a very... Well, he's a guy named Joe. He's a man's man. He's a... Well, they don't really go into Joe too much. But anyway, he just, his name is Joe. I mean. He's a regular old Joe. You know, like, sure, we maybe we're not the best research, but neither is our source. But that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But anyway. He did wear an amazing suit, though. He made it, yeah, he, he looked like a used car salesman. Um, that was, you know, that would try to sell you a. Uh, a used car? A used car, yes. <laughs> okay, so. Um, so she's married to this guy named Joe and they're very religious or at least Joe is. Yeah. So apparently, you know, um, Joe doesn't have much family in this area. So, so the church becomes his family. I mean, a lot of people are like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No. I mean, you know, like at this point, you know, I'm so sick of Bumble that I'm willing to go back to church. You know, or like synagogue. Or like Christian Mingle. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just, you know, looking to, you know, talk talk to some people about God. They don't need to know that I don't believe in him, right? Or her, or whatever you believe in, whatever, you know? Yeah. You know, I, just go for it. Like, Wiccan, let's just be Wiccan. Yeah. Who cares? Why not, right? Yeah. I, I could get behind almost any religion, I, I, I would just do that. You, you know, and when you talk about, like, you know, any religion, like, you know, I'd be, like, crazy until, like, some weird pagan, like, sex magic shit. Yeah. 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 There's actually an episode that we might do um, that's about that Is there a Wiccan weird dating app? Shit. What? Is there a Wiccan dating Oh, there has to be. There has to be. If you're, like, a clown that drives a Prius, there's an app for that. <laughs> you know? It's just the most ridiculous thing. But anyway... Um, so we got Sarah and Joe, uh, they're living this very wholesome life. Sarah and Joe, they're, they're doing their thing. Um, and they are part of a church called the Independent Fellowship 
Baptist Church of whatever they're from. Vassavilla. Vacaville? Vacaville, California. Uh, Yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah, so um, basically, this is a fundamentalist Baptist church. So not backwards at all. Yeah, whatever, you know. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you what, man, though. If I ever have kids, you know, I wouldn't mind raising them in a church like this. Have you ever met a born-again Christian? Yeah. You know, they're so confident. (laughs) I would love to believe in anything that much. You know, like there was um, there was this book called Unbroken that I was reading. Has anybody read that? Uh, uh, uh. So it's about these two guys. They got shot down during World War II, spent like a whole month in a life raft without food and water. Mm-hmm. And one of those guys, his name was Phil. And Phil said he survived because of his best friend, Jesus, because he was Christian you know, he got to be best friends with Jesus, and that enabled him to survive for over a month. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's that, great. I'm not Christian, which means my best friend is fucking Ed. You know, the only thing Ed has ever enabled me to do is stay addicted to Oxycontin. Okay, so <laughs> um, anyway, so basically it's this church. Uh, it, the pastor of the church is, is Mark Lewis. Mark Lewis. Yeah. Who's like a... Minor league Joel Olstein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I. Yeah, I heard you say that, and I laughed. But I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. I don't get that reference, just yeah. because I can't picture Joel Olstein in my head. Well, they look pretty similar, and like the haircut was similar. And yeah. Like, you know. No, I believe you. I'm not calling you a liar. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I. But I but know. Mark's flock was no mega church. Yeah. No, and and. He didn't have quite the teeth that uh, Joel Osteen had, who looks like Guy Smiley. Yeah, yeah Joel Olstein is uh, mad toothy. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, anyway, so I, 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 I always sound like a dick when I try to just keep on going, but I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Like, <laughs> okay. I, I appreciate and cherish your input. About what this guy looks like, I really do, Sean. I just want you to know that. Thank you. I feel I, w- I was beginning to feel a little underappreciated. I know, but now, yeah. but now, now you've taken it over to the, to the right. good side. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, we're, we're on the same page again. I love it. So, um, yeah. So this is like very fire and brimstone bullshit. This is very Book of Revelations. You know, four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, you know, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, shit is gonna rain down if, if you. You know, cross the street at the wrong place on a Wednesday. Like, just crazy stuff, you know. Uh, women, women are supposed to be in their in their place. Very obedient. You can't wear pantsuits. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, so say goodbye to your women pantsuits with shoulder pads. Yeah, exactly. It's like, get those out of here. What, what are you doing? Trying to, you know, play football or something for the, <laughs> for the Jets? Get the fuck out of here. So, um, and uh, Pastor Mark... You know, at first he seemed like a, a good guy. Yeah, he even helped out with, like, marriage therapy and stuff. Yeah, he was funny. Um, you guys didn't actually uh, see the... I didn't think he was funny. All right, well... <laughs> the guy who played him was funny. <laughs> that <yeah>. was... <laughs> but uh, um, apparently, in, in uh, you guys didn't actually see what the real guy looks like, but Mark is, like, kind of a big dude. Like, kind of like a, a muscular-type guy. Like, like he's like built or yeah, he's built. Yeah. Oh, like you mean big dude? Like he works out a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not like, like big dude. Like he is somewhat obese. Yeah. He like no, no, no. Yeah. He's like he's like a, a muscular looked, dude. He was like a Planet <laughs> Fitness kind of big, not yeah. like a Gold's Gym kind of big though. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to our sponsor, Planet Fitness. <laughs> Yeah, right. We'd have, we would have been dropped so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the before and after picture. You look better before, you know. Um, so anyway, <laughs> uh, Pastor Mark seemed like a good guy. Uh, you know, actually married Joe and Sarah. And uh, No, I didn't know that. Did they say that in the thing? No, they didn't. Oh, hmm. Yeah. So, um, and, and they were just... Um, you know, and he, and he seemed like he had his shit together. The His flock really loved this guy. Uh, Sarah and Joe seemed like they were doing okay at first. They were volunteering for uh, Sunday school, you know, teaching kids about, you know, how 
you know, there's there's a lot of different people in the world, and to be different is a sin. Stuff like that, you fire know. Fire and brimstone. Fire brimstone, you know. Um, but under the surface, the marriage was not good. Whoa, Whoa. really? It was a lemon. Whoa, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> You mean, when you tell your wife what to do every single minute of every single fucking day, it doesn't work out? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, Joe was, uh, yeah, Joe was just a very controlling guy. And I guess, you know, it's, it's, it's weird because on the one hand, you could say maybe this is the church brainwashing him, but... Maybe if he, even if he wasn't in the church, he would still be treating his girlfriend or wife that way. I feel like the church was just telling him what he wanted to hear, and he was like, "Oh, great!" You yeah. know, he's like, "Oh yeah, my wife is property," and yeah. then Sarah's all like, "You know, no way, Jose." Yeah, I Joe, like that part. Yeah, <laughs> but Joe doesn't seem like such a bad guy, and by the end, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, um. <laughs> And uh, they were being counseled by Pastor Mark. But at the end of the day, Sarah and Joe were just not going to make it. And after 18 months of marriage, they divorced. Yeah. So. So that's that. You know. Well, okay. thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got joint custody. They see each other on weekends. It's fine. So uh, Sarah then ended up living with her parents and her kids oh they have kids oh yeah, yeah there's I forgot children to mention involved that. Yeah. they have kids so um and kids don't really matter so much in this story though yeah so <laughs> you know the uh, we we just been like babbling and people are just like you just been this whole time you've just been describing a fucking marriage you know <laughs> you know this is this is the point where they're like you know what well let's just see what the other episode it sounds like but anyway <laughs> stay tuned because now it gets now it gets sexy I'm such a monster you know it's just like you, after like scrounging through true crime like every you know just like day after day you just like become this like person where you're like oh it was only a wife that killed his husband ah, whatever kind of boring you know all right anyway <laughs> <laughs> but uh but anyway i I don't feel that way. It's it's everything is uh, life is precious. So anyway, 2010, Sarah gets a call from Pastor Mark. His wife Joanne had died. Apparently, she killed herself. And I know you, no one could see me because this is a podcast, but I just did the quote unquote fingers. Oh, the air quotes. The air quotes. Yes. So she quote unquote killed herself by hanging herself in the closet. Now, this really was struck people as very weird because Joanne was a very happy go lucky person. Yeah, everyone always remembers her like real smiley and upbeat yeah. and like Yeah. Kind of like a, a like a female Joel Osman. I think people described her as, you know. But a okay. <laughs> oh, you mean Joel Olstein. Oh, Olstein, okay. <laughs> I was like Osman, like yeah. Donnie Osman? Was there Joel Osman in the Osman family? Yeah. There were like a hundred of them. There yeah. could have absolutely been. <laughs> I think I think I think we need a new song. We need a uh, fucked up the Colback song. Uh, all right, sure. No, don't do it. All right, anyway. Let's <laughs> let's that's, that's not uh okay, so anyway. Uh his wife Joanne died and uh you know apparently she killed herself uh yeah and, but here's the thing you know people just straight up bought it yeah they're like all right yeah yeah it just seemed like okay yeah ex exactly like they just kind of moved on yeah yeah they're like yeah yeah i could see that yeah that, <laughs> yeah that, that's a little weird what's on netflix you know um but it but it just i there, there's kind of like they don't talk about this in the in the show, but there's there's sort of a a little bit of a cult thing going on here. Yeah, like, it's a like, little culty. Like the folk, uh, they're uh, his flock. <laughs> they're Con not flocking around. Yeah, <laughs> good one. All right, so um, anyway, they kind of just accept it, uh, and so she, sorry, she ends up. Uh, Mark ends up calling uh, Sarah. 
basically to, you know, cry about, you know, his wife, Joanne. So eight months after, uh, so, so basically Sarah hasn't heard from this dude for like a very long time, like years. Mm-hmm. And then bam, like out of the blue, uh, her ex pastor is calling her up, which is so insane mm-hmm. that she was like, no, I, I'll totally let this happen, you know? Right? Like, yeah. Like, what prompted her to leave the church? Did her husband stay with the church? Her I, now yeah, no, divorced I think, husband? I think the reason why they left is because the husband was like... He was crazy for it. Yeah, and he was like, I'm going to get a divorce. And once he was out of the picture, she was like, you know what? I never really enjoyed this, so I'm gone too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so weird that there's these real relationships that end up happening where like one person hasn't seen another person in like years, like they're estranged and then they just pick it up like that. I couldn't even wrap my head around like, you know, kind of starting up a relationship again with someone that's estranged, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, for me, it's just kind of like, it's when it's done, it's done. It's in the transcript, you know? Yeah, I think but, he had something for her though, because he was doing marriage counseling. So they kind of he kind of got knew the intimate details of what yeah, was going got up on in their, in, their, yeah. in their life. And I think they spent time together. Maybe even though uh, Joe was hanging out there, but you know he got to know her pretty well. It seemed like, and I bet you he kind of had a thing for her the whole entire time. But yeah. just you know, yeah. And in marriage counseling, he'd be like, "How are things in the bedroom?" Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Have have you been uh you know so what's what's the lube situation? <laughs> Is it like a his or her thing, like that Trojan thing where, you know, like with a little bit of friction it heats up? Uh, <laughs> have you have you thought about a flashlight? There's a rabbit, you know, just yeah, yeah. Sarah. Really what would up what would there? what would you like Joe to do to you? What yeah. would what would really work for you? Yeah, <laughs> be like Joe. We know that you're getting yours, Sarah. Are you getting yours? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to give it to you? You know, it's just it's <laughs> like like you know, pastors and priests and uh I mean, it's just so like conf- they they like really get up in there in people's intimate, you know, secret lives and it's like it just has to, like it it's, it's it's not I don't think it's a coincidence that like a lot of these pastors and a lot of these clergy end up becoming complete fucking sexual deviants. I mean, imagine like just hearing that over and over and over again. Or maybe I'm. Maybe that's just what you would do. Maybe that's just what I would do. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we're eight months after Joanne's suicide. That's Mark's wife, and Sarah starts seeing Mark to comfort him. Yeah, and they're no. going out to Sinners and Ale or whatever that bar was in the reenactments. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, so uh, hey. Mark ends up confiding to Sarah. Uh, he confides that uh, uh, Joanne, his wife that died, uh, was kind of controlling at times, you know. So she, he was uh, Sarah was almost acting as kind of like a bit of a therapist. Oh, know? I see. Yeah. Um, and then four months after that, they start seeing each other like on the reg. Mm, yeah, and and initially he tries to keep it on the low, but then yeah. past a point he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. On the on the low down. Yeah, down, down low, low, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't want the uh, his his flock his flock yeah to to see him dating so soon after his wife's suicide. Passing, yeah, yeah, not just passing it, Aaron. Yeah, suicide, suicide, yeah. Which is, you know, never, that's always harder on everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a, yeah, that's a fact. So, um, so they start seeing each other regularly, but she has to like keep it on the, on the DL. And, uh, uh, you know. know, While while she's getting the LD. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, just, yeah, just go for it. I mean, why not, right? (laughs) Okay. What what do you mean LD though? Oh, low uh, dick, long dick. Oh, long dick. Yeah, that's oh, something Ghostface and Raekwon. I didn't know that was a thing. Long dick. LD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
third leg material. Yeah. Right. So anyway. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to derail you, but I mean, you I... should. You totally should be, but it's okay. We're over it. Um. <laughs> so anyway, uh, one night, Sarah goes up to Mark's house, and he opens. She opens the door, and the guy that was there to greet her, uh, looked a little bit off, like just a skinny dude in a beater, bunch of tattoos, like you know, had that very. I'm on meth, ex-con vibe, you know? Yeah, as some people do. Right, so basically, uh, Mark, you know, she asked Mark, like, what's this guy doing here? (laughs) Couldn't help notice that, um, you know, he's addressing me with his eyes. And uh, basically, Mark was like, oh, you know, I'm a a pastor, so that's my thing. I take in ex-cons and transients oh this again yeah yeah this is in, in the reenactment there's a great part where she's like man is it, aren't you ever worried and he, he looks at her with such intensity he goes how's the view from your high horse sarah <laughs> and what? i can't tell if he's if the guy who's playing mark is like being ironically bad you know like i almost think like I think he's probably. I think he's like a construction worker who's like, I'm just gonna fuck around on this one, you know. <laughs> um, were you gonna say something? No, I was just thinking about the whole high horse thing and mm. just the, you know, just the obvious commentary of him. Uh, you know, he is a preacher, and just a few, a few like ten minutes beforehand, he was sitting there basically yelling at everybody, pointing yeah. his finger down at them. And then suddenly, well, she just makes a straight up comment, not even a yeah. Not, yeah. It wasn't even really judgy. It was just more of a, you know, who the fuck is this guy type thing. If I came up here and that same guy opened up the door here at this place, I'd be, I'd, I'd kind of be a little bit like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, one of the great things about cases like this, uh, I mean. God, that sounded so bad. It, there's nothing great about a case like this. What I meant to say was one of the great things about seeing, like, someone from the clergy get theirs. Like, I didn't mean to give it away, but he, Mark doesn't end up faring well at the end of it. But one of the great things about seeing that is just the satisfaction of just, you know, snuffing out the hypocrisy. Like, that, there's... There's a lot of things that get me very riled up when I'm watching these shows. And hypocrisy is just up there. Like somebody who, you know, preaches one thing and just clearly a fucking scumbag. You know why I hate Lauren Armstrong so much? He's a hypocrite, right? He's always... Lauren Armstrong, by the way, is uh, a sex offender. Yeah, uh, Aaron is a Lornographer. Lornographer, yeah. He, he just got out of jail. But that's one of the things I hate about him. You know, like, he, he you know, he he, uh, he clearly, every everything else, nothing is his fault. It's always something different, you know. It's just, Ugh! Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's like watching TV all last week. Hmm. <laughs> What? Uh, I felt like just watching TV all last week. All the hypocrisy of TV. Oh, hypocrisy um, of TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of want... No, I just... Yeah. I, uh, making a little political statement oh, Okay. There. Okay. Oh, about... You're talking about, like, the impeachment? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It was the same thing. I sat there and watched it while I was watching The Preacher Guy. I was like, man. Like, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Same thing. Cut from the same cloth. Two peas in a pod. Uh, Two sheeps in one flock. Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> eggs are the same. That's that's that last one is not a saying. A bird. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, people uh, like stop me. things that look alike. Yeah, that's that's not something people say. So anyway, <laughs> um, she uh, Sarah is like, you know, in Mark's house. She goes to the bathroom. She finds a meth pipe in the bathroom. A glass dick. No, a meth pipe. Well, it, that's what they're called on the street. Oh, they are? Yeah. yeah well, it's like, oh, this person's sucking that glass dick. All right, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just dropping all sorts of knowledge on you today. Apparently, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen somebody smoke meth, and they never called it a glass dick. But Well, you know, well like, I don't think people like refer to their own meth and crack pipes as glass, glass dicks. dicks. Yeah. It's you know, more it's, of like a third par- person yeah, kind of Yeah, third party, like yeah. derogatory thing. Yeah, it's somebody who's like not a great friend of theirs. 
it's like, oh, you know, Michelle's on that glass dick again. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. You know, it's not a good thing to be on the glass dick. Man, you know, I tell you what, man, like, <laughs> they should just own it, you know? Like, if I ever smoke, start smoking meth, I'm just going to own that, you know? It's like, hey, man, if you need me, I'll be on the glass dick, you know? It's like, <laughs> that's, that's what we got to start doing in this country. i'm just gonna stop you know all right anyway um that's how you make america great again exactly yeah (laughs) you just you just own the shit before someone else owns it and turns it against you Um, can't take away my guns can't take away my glass dick yeah (laughs) you're gonna pry this glass dick out of my cold dead hands yeah like like instead of like instead of being like Oh, instead of getting pissed off about people that say make America great again or wear make America great hats, why don't we just we take the phrase back? Why don't how about everyone in fucking Bushwick and <laughs> with, with skinny jeans and a beanie on, you go out, you buy a make America great again hat, then we're the ones. We're the ones who say it, right? Man, that's a great idea. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh so anyway, she finds this glass dick and, <laughs> you know, and, and, and she was like, you know, I watch a lot of TV and I know it's a meth pipe, even though I was like, yeah, it could be a crack pipe. It looks pretty much the same. But anyway, she confronts. Either one. Either one's <laughs> either bad. One, either, either, one. One. <laughs> either one. Either one should raise some red flags. Well, you know what, though? Like, Nick, like, you would know more about this than anybody else. Why is would. that? Well, <laughs> no, anyway, keep going. Okay. Did, did, did not want me. All right. But like, uh, just because you have more world experience. Sure. Yeah. Um, what, what would be more like if you, if, if you came home and your part and s- say like your partner is on, someone tells you your partner is on something. Would you rather it be meth or crack? I'm just curious. Crack. Crack. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel the same way. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, um, because at least you know, crack was cocaine at one point. Yeah. Or meth is just a bunch of weird chemicals. I yeah. mean, it's all weird chemicals, but yeah. I don't know, but yeah, it would be cool to like, you know, have somebody like, you know, uh, I I always wanted to see the inside of a remote control. Like, so it would be cool <laughs> to to have like someone I was dating just be like, oh, that's what it looks like. Okay. Let's put oh, it back together. <laughs> that's what it looks like inside my alarm clock. So, um, <laughs> it just the whole the whole relationship is based on like looking at looking inside things. So anyway, um, <laughs> oh, an air conditioning unit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> get out of here! That's what it looks like inside there. Oh, oh, that's what it looks like inside my Mac. I actually wouldn't don't want didn't want to see that one. You know. All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> Um, so she's like, hey, couldn't, couldn't help notice, this is Sarah talking to Mark, hey, I couldn't help notice that you have a meth pipe in your bathroom. And then Mark obviously blames it on the guy who was in the house. Yeah, the drifter guy. Um, you know, and, and she buys it because I guess that makes sense. She buys it because, like, she doesn't want to even start to think if any of that were true she'd be wrapped up in a situation like this yeah i think she yeah but i mean we were having a little bit of a discussion about this where like i think sometimes in a relationship it's not so much you're mad it's not so much that your partner's mad because they found out about something but they're more mad about the fact that you let them find out Mm -hmm. like you know it's it's like she was she was obviously mad that she found out that Mark was smoking meth. But I also bought, think there was also another part who was like, "Why the fuck would you let me find that? Yeah. Hide it, hide it better. It's yeah, not mean, that hard." Yeah, I mean, he probably had a vanity. I mean, he even put mm-hmm. it there. Yeah. Don't, it was right next to the toothbrush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in in there's like there's there's in relationships. I feel like there's this like wall we. We kind of put on voluntary blinders a little bit sometimes. Like, I, I remember there was a this girl, uh, this uh, female friend. It, it was like it was a like we were. It was a whole. It was like a big 
group of people. And she was like, so, um, you know what I'm going to do? It's like, my boyfriend thinks I'm so-and-so, but I'm actually going to come back like three days earlier. And the whole table was like, don't fucking do that. Just don't do that. Please don't. You know, it it was kind of like, you know, what they were implying was something really bad, but they also were implying like just whatever it is, let him do what he, he can get away with and then come back. Yeah. I would be a terrible marriage counselor. I would be fucking <laughs> awful. Anyway, um, so Mark is uh, always getting... Uh, so anyway... When I'm <laughs> All right, so anyway. Uh, Sarah and Mark end up going to sleep. And Sarah, Sarah notices that Mark's phone has just been ringing off. Not ringing, but getting text all the time. Like mad text. Mad text. Mm-hmm. So finally, in the middle of the night, she takes the phone. She looks at the text messages. And she discovers that Mark was sending people pictures of him naked with just like a box of donuts around his dick. Which I thought was an interesting choice to mm-hmm. obscure the genitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, and it wasn't like a donut on his dick. Yeah, it exactly. Was, yeah. It was like yeah. a whole... And I, I was just even thinking logistics of... It was a box of donuts completely straight up. Like when the... Just the donuts almost had to be glued to the box to make it look like that. Yeah. Because they were straight up. It was, just, it was just really, really, really weird way to um, send the nude. And Sarah discovers that one of the people that Mark has been sending these uh, weird-ass pictures to... Donut pictures. ...is a 17-year-old girl from his uh, uh, flock. Yeah. Congregation. Yeah, I can't say that. So, flock. (laughs) I'm just... Congregation. Congregation. You got it. Congregation. 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 All right. <laughs> congregation. That's that's what you got to do. You got to say it over and over again. Congregation. 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 All right. So. <laughs> I'm what, so proud of you. Thank you. Congregation. <laughs> it's like it's like how I learned pneumonia, you know. Congregation. Yeah. All right. So anyway. <laughs> uh, one of the pictures he sent it to was a 17-year-old uh, girl, Desire Nye, from his congregation. Um. Yeah, she was 17. She was an underage girl. Yep. And he's been sending her nudes. She, and, you know, um, clearly that's fucking awful and disgusting and gross. It gets worse. She was a member of his church since she was five. So he knew Whoa. this person as a little girl. Not cool. Yeah, so this is a, a, a statement from um, Desiree Nye. Is that the girl? Yeah. Okay. At first, I always looked at him like a dad. Uh, and then I was more confused because he would send me something inappropriate, like pictures of him with nothing. Desiree goes on to say that Pastor Mark uh, would stop sending photographs. And uh, after Sarah Nottingham uh, ended up ending the relationship with uh, Mark. So basically what what ended up happening is... Um, she finds a phone. She finds a bunch of uh, donut dick pics uh, sent to underage girls. And, uh, you know, basically Sarah's like, that's insane. And I'm leaving. I don't think when she left, she he knew she knew exactly who she was sending the nudes to. But, I mean, it was enough to be like, yeah, yeah get the, let's get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah, and that, like, just crosses a line on so many levels if you're, like, a super devout, like, christian baptist type mm-hmm. person you know they don't send dick pics yeah. hypothetically yeah. it's it's not it's not the action well it, it's the action with a 17 year old girl i want to make that perfectly clear sure. before i get man i could get in some real hot water here with my fucking mouth i just <laughs> but what, what i'm saying what when i'm talking about talking about the dick pics sending them to of age consenting adults yes that is not the issue the issue is that he got he, caught. No, no, no. The issue oh. is that he was a pastor. If 
like like Nick, you've been in some relationships before. Sure. Where where I bet if someone found some dick pics you sent to a bunch of people, it wouldn't be a problem because of the uh uh dynamics of your relationship, the things you agreed on sure. before. Mm-hmm. But because he's a pastor and he made this pledge, that makes him a hypocrite. Yeah. Right? If you if you agree to an open marriage where you say, "Hey, just so you know, I take donuts, I put them on my dick, and I send them to a lot of people of age. Um, and then Sarah agreed to that, then found it, there would be nothing to be uh, mad about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that was not the case. That was not the case. Sean, you got something? No, I mean, I just think it. I think it's pretty much generally assumed if you were going to be a pastor, uh, the participation of sending dick pics is not in the, uh, part, in of the, the pro- part of the program. I mean, yeah. if, if you can't drink alcohol... If you have to wear well, dresses, uh, you make your women wear dresses. Yeah, you know, I think it, dick pics is probably off the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Regardless of age. Yeah, it's um, yeah, exactly. That was that was the point. It was just like it's the hypocrisy. It's not the action itself. Mm. There's nothing innately wrong with the action, depending on the context of the relationship. Oh, I've I've yeah. got a whole gallery of dick pics. I've got just you know. Dick pics for every size and shape, so I can customize my dick pic for really? whoever. Yeah, yeah. So for whoever I can send it to. So huh. you know. Oh, the your dicks. It's not like you've been getting dick pics. Like you've been collecting ones from others. Oh yeah. no, no. I got a whole thing. If I want to, yeah. It's like you, you kind of customize your dick pic to the the person you're sending the the picture to. Yeah. You'd be like, this is my dick dressed up as Snoopy. So it's like you know, because <laughs> it's kind of, it's sort of like you when you you send out your resume. You got to send your resume out to. You, you can't just send the same resume to every company. Yeah. You got to customize it to the person on the other side. Yeah, and yeah. Th- and then you're like, I, I bet you would enjoy like a soft dick. Like you ever, <laughs> <laughs> you ever, you ever come across one of those, and you're like, I bet, it, I bet she's she would enjoy like just a real soft, flaccid, nothing going on, impotent dick. Um, <laughs> I never understood the. Uh, I never understood the unsolicited dick pics. You know? I, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I that that I, I I really don't get that. I mean, yeah, I was I was talking to this uh, girl on Bumble last night, and she said she's just been getting like a fucking ton, and I never understood the unsolicited. Like, I get the, you know, like they ask and you send. I mean, that's cool, but. Um, Man, you know what I think it is? I think that's their kink. I think they have absolutely no intention of meeting any of these women. I think that's that's what they do to get off. It's they're exhibitionists. Is what oh, they yeah, are. This, this is what like in my head, like the real life version of a dick pic. If this was like take out the cell phone. So, you know, you're at a bar with a with a woman you're having a good time you're having a couple drinks you have a good conversation she turns around to cough or something like that and then she comes back and your pants are down that's like that's the equivalent of Uh, of the unsolicited dick pic it just you know and and, you know that would you know make you a sexual predator yeah Yeah. basically and it never even works i mean i don't know i mean i never done it so maybe it does work i imagine more often than not it does not work it Sure, sure. Um, that's one hundred percent true. It it more often than not, it it does work. But I bet doesn't work. Sometimes it works, and that's why some dudes do it. Sometimes they're like, I bet they're some one time they were just like, holy shit, it worked, you know. And then they're like, that's maybe at that point it's a numbers game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Sarah was disgusted by the donut dick pics. Uh. Mark clearly played it off as a joke. Sarah still left. Mark turns into a complete psycho at this point. Makes a veiled threat that kind of implied that he may have killed his wife. Yeah, that was a little, you know, menacing. Yeah, it was. It was she was leaving, and then Mark said something along the lines of, "My wife left through that door." Almost, it was almost. Have you guys seen that movie Johnny Dangerously? Yeah, I love that movie. Wait. It was almost a little like that. It's like yeah. my my, yeah. my mom walked out that door once. once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my my grandmother hit me once. Once, you know. I like when they're rolling down the hill, and he just goes, "Oh my god, 
Whoa! Whoa, my God! Oh, my I God. guess I've never seen this movie. Yeah, you have not. Yeah. It, it, you totally... I wa- knocked down that wall, knocked down that wall, and knocked down that Fargan wall. Fargan Isles. Yeah, Fargan Isles, yeah. Yeah, great movie. All right, so anyway. Um, Here, let me just uh, move your mic up a little bit. All right, actually, you know what? Let's, let's take a little break. I'm going to go to the bathroom really quickly. It's the PP song. I got a urinate. Oh, it's the, the, the PP song. This is a short break. It's the PP song. I got a urinate. Oh, it's the, the, the PP song. This is a short break. Uh, so anyway, Sarah leaves, right? Yeah, she bounces. She bounces. And then the next day, Mark comes over and, uh, and apparently he acts like nothing happened. I don't... Has, has anybody ever tried this? Be like, hey, babe, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you, were you, were you fucked up really bad? And then you just like... You're like, hey, so... Yeah, you know, the weather, crazy, right? Yeah, you brought know? you some lunch. Yeah. I could never pull that off. No, me either. <laughs> Breakfast I mean, in bed. Yeah. What are you doing in my bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you mad about? Oh, you mean like... Uh, the woman you found in my bed the other day. Aren't we over that? You know, <laughs> yeah, that was just a goof. Yeah. Grudges. Yeah. Jeez. I never let anything go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good. <laughs> so, um, uh, anyway, so he, he acts like nothing happened. Sarah's clearly like, no, you, uh, you're sending dick pics to minors. <laughs> um, so, and then Mark says more kind of veiled, threats he says something along the lines of uh i'm not ready for this to end which is never a good sign so mm. about a month after the breakup mark is still contacting sarah uh he's using different numbers mm-hmm. he's using different email accounts he's contacting her at all sorts of time um yeah, i yeah. never understood that either like 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 just the I guess I never understood stalking. Like, I never... There's never... I would never be like, oh, this is totally gonna work if I just bombard her and fucking terrify her with my persistence. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to imagine, like, just being a stalker in general and devoting, like, that much time to something that you know probably won't work. Well, it's, it's clearly something that... It's clearly like this is their life, you know. It's someone that has, I think I mentioned, has a restraining order on somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, it is pretty amazing. You just, I mean, you wonder, it's like, man, if I just spent that much energy on anything, how much better of a human being I would be, yeah. like, besides yeah. stalking. Like, if I took that time, it's like, well, I'm going to devote, instead of my stalking time, I'm going to, like, Devote to you know maybe a healthy exercise routine or uh, woodworking, like or woodworking, <laughs> or, or maybe I'm going to learn guitar or Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like you would you would know American Sign Language by now if you spent like if you took those ten thousand emails and like put them into mm-hmm. like learning a language. Yeah, and then the credibility of you know different phone numbers, email address, things like that. You're like, man. You know, like you could be working for like the NSA. Yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, I've I've definitely been a pretty terrible boyfriend, emotionally unavailable. Um, but I've always been a terrific ex boyfriend. Yeah, I think I have been too. Yeah, like they never fucking hear from me again. Yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, we're done dating. Cool. Yeah, have a nice life. It's not that it doesn't hurt, but I keep it inside. And you just push it down so far. Yeah, it's just there's an ocean of sadness inside me, but yes. that's where it stays. But yeah. now, so, yeah. so essentially, you're just a hollow shell now of a man. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's 2020, aren't we all? I mean, Good is, point. There, is, there, is there any? <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, he says something about month after breakup. Uh, you know, he, so he says, uh, "I'm your world." You don't want that to end to Sarah. Um, at this point, Sarah decides to contact Joanne's mother, Mark's first wife, who, yeah. quote unquote, killed herself. 
Air quotes. Air quotes. And Joanne's mother told Sarah that he was actually very physically abusive to Joanne and would punch her in places that people couldn't see, which is, I think, a very common tactic for abusive abusive men, people in abusive relationships. Um, but once Mark realized that Joanne was actually going to leave, he stopped caring about like where he was putting these bruises and just became a monster. Right. So at this point, Sarah's pretty convinced that Joanne did not kill herself. And obviously that's terrifying. Yeah. To know, like in the back of your mind to know that like this person whom you had been intimate with and is now threatening you has the capability of doing some serious harm to people. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, just absolutely. uh, I mean, just insanely terrifying. And, and, and I think this episode shows, uh, and what, um, and I don't know, I don't know what the legality is now, but I think this episode shows just, how little the authorities can actually do when this happens. Um, So three months after the breakup, Mark ends up threatening Sarah uh, with going to report her in uh, child protective protective services. Protective services. Protective services. Thank you, Nicholas. Yes. (laughs) So basically, he's he's just like a full-on assault on... You know, not just her uh, emotionally and physically, but also emotionally. I, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, her family, whatever. You know. uh, yeah. It was going so well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My fucking words betrayed me again. <laughs> you know, it, 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 something happens from my brain to my mouth where it just, you know. It, it should, is that a... Uh, 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 caused by dyslexia? Dyslexia? I don't know. A little bit. You know, it's talking to this one person. And I was like, yeah, I'm dyslexic. So I kind of um, do audiobooks. And then uh, she was like, I'm dyslexic and I read like five books a month. And I was like, I guess can't use that excuse anymore. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Sarah goes over to Mark and tells... Uh, Okay, yeah, okay. So, Sarah's getting it from all angles. So, she ends up going over to Mark's house in person. Why? Yeah, why? That is the the worst, worst, worst thing to do. That's just playing into what he wants. Yeah. Serious lapse of judgment there. But also, yeah, you could... She... She was so so emotionally frazzled that some that can happen. Like you know, when somebody's like emotionally just beating the shit out of you, you don't think straight. That's that's understandable. Like why didn't nobody in her life stopped her? I mean, unless he just went by herself and didn't tell anybody. Oh yeah, because that's smart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was whatever. <laughs> so she she went over. Mark was paranoid. High on meth. As Mark's been known to do. A drug that makes you paranoid. Yeah. He had like a good wife beater thing going on there. At least a t-shirt. He had like kind of, he was he was looking rough. He did not look good in that. He looked like the guy who was opening the door at that yeah. point. Yeah. There's, and the guy that would open the door actually looked kind of better. He was wearing like kind of like a collared shirt with the sleeves rolled up this time. I, th- I, I thought it was the same wife beater. But whatever. Um. But but he was wearing like a denim shirt over it. Regardless, uh, they were all just like cracked out meth heads. Uh, you know, it, it's funny this this. Uh, I I really liked how this show went for it when when they tried to get like, get like in the mind of a meth head, like they had Mark. Oh yeah. Smoke <laughs> meth, and then they had and then he made this face, and the only thing I could compare it to is. Uh, in the room, Tommy Wiseau's the room. Yeah, there's a scene where some guy gets a blowjob and he makes this like crazy face, like this is my blowjob face. That dude made the same face. Well, well, yeah, and then also in that thing when he's smoking meth, so he like uh, Mark's uh, reenactment character like hits the meth, 
and then he's like he has a notepad and he's like scribbling all this stuff and then it does it over the shoulder yeah and it says i am god and then it like goes back and it pulls back and shows all these like upside down crosses spray painted on the wall yeah 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 no i mean they went Uh, they uh, went for it and that is commendable yeah i mean like hats off for their subtlety yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know so hey uh so mark ends up grabbing her and uh, you know, basically tells her that she created a monster. Um, and at this point, Sarah's brother, it might have been a brother-in-law. We haven't figured that out. I think it's just a brother-brother, but the fact the reenactment actor kept, like, changing accents yeah. really kind of messed yeah, with Yeah, because the mom and dad did not have any accent. Yeah, and he had, uh, like, an Australian accent sometimes. So, yeah, so I don't know but, where but, he got picked that up. I mean, this guy's great. Like, in, in the first season, uh, first scene, you know, uh, like she says something to him, like because she's going to church and she says, uh, you know, uh, you know, you should come to save your soul. And he was like, I am a firefighter. I save souls all the time. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, please, for the love of God, give that guy more lines. <laughs> like I just, I would, you know, like you so, you so. You wanted more. Clearly, didn't know how to act. <laughs> like it was just like so painful to watch it's one of those things I mean Nick talked about this time this before where like I think the editors were like we're just fucking leaving this in yeah, yeah, like, this is too good <laughs> it's like a personal it's like inside joke between them um, but <laughs> yeah so, I would totally do that shit too if I could get away with it yeah. if I were editing one of these yeah no I mean you know clearly like the ID channel they're just like they're like the you know they're like the cookie cutter factory of of crime shows they just like they have a formula and they just like bust them out like like they're fucking cars on that henry ford line you know just (laughs) bam 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 um clearly getting all these actors from like craigslist or something well yeah and and most of them are all canadian productions yeah this one maybe not though. Uh, who cares? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, Sarah's brother ended up calling um, calling Mark, and uh, you know it was like leave my sister alone. And then Mark threatens threatens the entire family. So now the family's involved. You know he was like I'm gonna cut the throats of every single member of your family, and that's when you're like <laughs> I just fucked up. You know so um. Uh, what Mark was u- doing was he was using these ex-cons that he had living with him to basically follow Sarah around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's this great part where she's in a dentist office. Oh, yeah, because she works as like a, a reception. A dental, yeah, reception person. And um, and like a guy comes up, he was like, you're going to burn. And then he like looks at the other two guys in the uh, waiting room, and and they're both Mark. Yeah, they both turn into Mark, and it's like some pretty nice special effects, really. Yeah, and then she like snaps out of it, and then the guy's like, "What is it, my turn?" You know? and, and, and then the guys sitting there, you know, are not Mark. Yeah, totally not Mark. But uh, you know, I, I was <laughs> it's one of those things where it was like, do you think he had to like check out YouTube to figure how how that worked? <laughs> you know, he's <laughs> like. This is what I want you to do is like, I know basic, you know, uh, I uh, could cut after stuff. Effects, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Because, yeah, I know how to do that. Of course you do. Maybe that's like the, the training show. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, that's that's like what that's where you, that's where they cut. That's where they uh, cut their chops. Yeah. Cut their teeth. Yeah, yeah, cut their chops. <laughs> cut their chops. Yeah. yeah no, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like the training ground, you know, and then once they get better, they'll put them on like the 2020s and the datelines. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, at this point, it dawned on me. Okay. That Sarah uh, could have possibly avoided all this harassment if she just went to our sponsor <laughs> and got Pastor Mark a real life sex doll at reallifesexdoll.com. Have someone you won't has has someone is someone in your life not leaving you alone? Well, this company is great. Call them up. Tell them you want a sex doll that looks like you. Then give it to them. Give it to your stalker to fucking kill it. Once or several times. This is not working. Cut this whole thing out. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Ugh. 
It's you know what happened was I, I, I used this. This was a supposed to be a ad for like a different episode. So I had tried to like reword it, but this is just coming off terrible. It's okay. Oh my god! What am I gonna do? All right. You, you got to kill your darling sometimes. Yeah. Fuck. I I was I was I was gonna I was gonna stick to it, but it just ugh, sounded bad, it's really bad. Okay, anyway, I'll get I'll get I'll get another but, fake ad in there sometime. But you know how Sarah? We could just say how Sarah actually uh, she really could have stopped this whole thing. How? But just getting back together with him. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that. There's always that. <laughs> Would have turned out so well for the both of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, people like my. I have this on um on this one when I was on this one dating site my profile or my bio was basically like promise not to stalk you when things don't end well and um you know I get all these I got these really weird stories from a lot of people and a lot of them were like you know it's like usually um the women that are doing the stalking for the most part and I was like I don't know that at all but um anyway where were you going with that i don't know <laughs> i don't know you're gonna have to do a lot of editing in this episode just this part though because we're getting back to the outline okay so on christmas uh mark bashed in sarah's windshield uh in her car with a church rock with, with a rock yeah. yeah with a rock from his church and then he left the rock as like a calling card Mm-hmm. yeah so that was dumb. So, um, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. it's just like, I mean, hey, you shouldn't stalk anybody, but if you're going to do it, you know, do it right. So um, someone then left a voicemail on uh, Brandon's phone, who's Sarah's brother. Ah, yeah. I was confused for a second. Yeah. And uh, the voicemail went along the lines of, no one talks to my pastor that way. I'm going to slit your family's throat. Once again, not 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 a fun voicemail to get. Pretty pretty darn right disturbing. Yeah, it's a little dark. Things are getting out of hand. Yeah, just yeah. a tad. Especially when you're bringing in the flock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The flock is on board now. You mean the congregation? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, for this, now we're at four months into breakup. So, so you got to keep in mind how like quickly all of this is happening. Uh. Now, what happened is somebody lit a fire behind Sarah's mom's house. And um, when when they were doing this scene, there was a guy who kept on saying, the angel of the Lord came down in flames. I mean, who knows if anybody really said that? I bet it's not even in the fucking Bible. But who cares? Yeah, people often claim certain things are in the Bible when they're not. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can make up a, a quote right now that totally sounds like it would be in the Bible, but it's totally not. You know, and like, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and Zachariah said on to, uh, mistletoe, uh, thou shall not in the forefront of the imagination of Adonai, uh, st- stick thou's member in thy place does that does die not shine right and then somebody's going to read that and they're going to be like butt sex we can't do butt sex anybody who has butt sex you kill them you know like that's that's the bible in the nutshell like yeah. they take these really vague statements and s- some guy goes nuts yeah and then all of a sudden you got like a fucking holocaust on your hands yeah. Stop looking at me that way. <laughs> just, yeah, just this look of, you know. Just, just stop. It's all too Nick. real. Yeah. It's all too real. Too real, man. Let's fucking buy into what I'm doing here. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, Sarah goes to the police, but they can't do anything more than send some more patrols. Right. So this is where I'm getting at the, the police. It's it's this is not easy. Sarah can't easily get a restraining order like the police are not cooperating like and this has been a problem for a very long time like every stalker show i've seen like the victims are always like no one can do anything so like like restraining orders don't do shit against like a schizophrenic um 
you know, and also the cop didn't think it was like Mark. He thought it was like some, like some kids fucking yeah, some around. Kids. So at this point, Sarah definitely has PTSD. She can't sleep. She's bombarded with emails. She tries to report Mark to the police, but they are no help. Um, and uh, so now we're at about five months after the breakup. Um, and Sarah finally gets a restraining order against Mark. Huzzah. Yeah, but as I said earlier, like, that's going to do... I mean, what does... Like, even the idea of, like, even though... So, even the idea of someone being like, oh, I got it. We'll just make a restraining order. This, like, imaginary barrier that stops no one from getting to anyone. That will totally fix everything. Like, just the idea of it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, well, the restraining order should, if they violate that restraining order, once they violate it, they then there are legal consequences. Yeah, because it's a criminal act at All right, that point. so here's the catch-22. The catch-22 is, by the time, if somebody is so obsessed with you that you need to file a restraining order against them, they are so crazy that the restraining order won't do anything for them. It might do something for other people that like want to not not be in jail. But the, by the time you they make it so hard to get a restraining order, by the time you get it, that person is so clearly, you know, beyond any any rules that society is going to set for them. Right? That's 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 at that's that a, point that's though when, when they actually have yeah. to take them and put them in jail. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, th- and they will but, oh, but, but, is it but a lot of times after someone gets hurt. So that's the catch-22. Mm-hmm. I just thought of that. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a valid insight. Yeah, good for me. Yeah. So um, uh, Sarah ends up getting a straining order, which, you know. So, um, uh, but she has trouble finding people to serve it to Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, Mark kind of hides from the police. So In his had, meth cave. Yeah, in his meth cave. So he gets this uh, his sister-in-law to do it, like, in the middle of a sermon. And Gosh. Flo- yeah. That, that has to be embarrassing. And in front of the congregation. The flock. I mean, the, how, what, how embarrassed would you be in front of your congregation? Oh, I mean, man, my face would be red. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, in, in the whole congregation would all be like, this and is Mark, a crazy congregation. And Mark, <laughs> being the rational, civilized method that he is is going to take this you know he's it's finally he's finally going to get it yeah like and learn his lesson yeah it's like oh you're right mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like oh you know what this did it <laughs> all right so anyway um mark goes off the deep end so we're at january 9th 2014 mark basically hires three transients Bums. Uh, transients. Transients. Yeah. yeah. Did you say bombs? No, I said bums. Oh, bums. Bums. Come on, be a little bit more PC than that, dude. No, I'm sorry. Ugh. You really disgust me sometimes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right, anyway, um, Mark, Mark hires three people that are homeless, and and they basically end up throwing Molotov cocktails into the house. Not cool. Yeah. It, during my birthday. That was my birthday, January 9th. Oh, you know? no way. Really? Yeah, 2014. I was... There's a good chance I was on Molly. But anyway, um, <laughs> the the fire was ended up being brought under control. And uh, Sarah's parents uh, saved their house. I don't know what the damage was. But anyway, let's talk a little bit about um, the... Aftermath. Uh, on February 2015, Mark rece- received an eight-year prison sentence for arson and stalking. And Mark's wife, wife's suicide, Joanna's suicide, quote-unquote, air quotes, is being reinvestigated. And uh, that's all the information we have. Yeah. Well, well, didn't they, like, arrest him on, like, meth-related charges, too? Yeah, they found out he was... Uh running a meth operation yeah he was like dealing meth also yeah that too <laughs> yeah so so but he got eight years uh for stalking and meth 
and probably a bunch of other heinous shit. Uh, yeah, th- uh, that's it. We hit it. Yeah, we hit it. We hit it. Yeah, man, with these stalking cases, like they're interesting, but they're also like it's a it's a lot of like this repetitive same stuff, so it doesn't have the oomph of like a like one of those big bigger mm-hmm. like a good bloody murder. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, thankfully no one died in this one. Well, Joanna died. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. So, uh, thanks for for getting her. Appreciate it. <laughs> 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 I like to give. Uh, Nick a hard time No um, yeah. <laughs> No really uh, Yeah <laughs> Hey you give it back though Oh yeah yeah, yeah. I reciprocate Yes Alright um, Hey that's it Yeah That's it That's the end of the show um, If you made it this far uh, If you made it this far God bless you um, So yeah. let's do plugs Nick I have something to tell you Okay uh, uh, No that's <laughs> it that's, that's the end of the show Alright uh, Later guys Yeah I don't really have any plugs Peace Excellent Bye Bye Love is amazing, oh, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered.